you are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it. It's the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm your Monday host, Bo Brock, daily host of Locked On Cardinals. Check it out wherever you find podcasts. Today's episode's brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Locked On NFL Pods. Follow myself at B-O-B-R-A-C-K, and it's back. The 2021 Ultimate Mock Draft is live Right now, host Brian Peacock's going to join me in just a few minutes to preview our signature event. And agent Caitlin Aoki also is going to join the podcast. She represents Ezekiel Elliott, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and top wide receiver prospect Jamar Chase, just to name a few of her clients. Is Zeke poised to bounce back? And is Jamar Chase the top non-quarterback in the draft? We're going to ask Caitlin couple news and notes before we get into the meat of our podcast. NFL Players Association head Demoris Smith says it's the player's best interest to sit out of voluntary workouts this offseason. This is on the heels of on Wednesday. The league issued a memo to all 32 teams announcing that the first four weeks of the voluntary program will be virtual before transitioning to in-person work at the team's respective training facilities. Last year, the offseason programs were all done virtually and the training camp was pushed back because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And the presumptive top pick in next week's draft, Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson, was answering his doubters with several tweets. People were questioning his motivation, his love of the game. Because of comments he recently made to Sports Illustrated, Trevor said, quote, I'm internally motivated. I love football as much or more than anyone. It's a huge priority in my life, obviously. I'm driven to be the best I can be and to maximize my potential and to win. I didn't think it was necessary that Lawrence even respond to the criticism. Hopefully he'll realize soon that he doesn't have to answer every single criticism about him. Him and Justin Fields like led the charge of college players pushing for a season during the pandemic. He was recently married. He even proposed to his now wife on a football field. Trevor Lawrence, no question about it, is a football guy. End of discussion. Full stop. So we're just over a week away from the NFL draft, and synonymous with the event is top picks, out-of-nowhere selections, trades, the busts, also draft day slips. Guys who were projected in the top five, the top ten, and then they're still on the board late in the first round, dejected, checking phones, heads in their hands, making sure they still have service. Uh, One of the ones that sticks out to me the most, Aaron Rodgers. He stands out to me. He could have gone as high as the top pick to the 49ers, but they ended up selecting Alex Smith out of Utah. And then he slides all the way down to 24th overall to a team that had a quarterback. I mean, there were still a couple more seasons left of Brett Favre on the Green Bay Packers. Johnny Football stands out, Johnny Manziel. The wreck this league text, the Browns quarterbacks coach. Did he wreck this league? Let me check my notes here. No. No, Johnny Football and the Browns did not wreck this league. Who's going to slip in 2021? I've got four guys that could very well go top five. But if they're still on the board after 10, they're going to be on camera more often than The Rock, who seems to have a movie coming out every other week. 
Or Tiger Woods when he's playing in a PGA event. It's Tiger, 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 sprinkle in Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, and then it's more Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. Here are four prospects that I think could potentially go in the top five, top ten, but could also slide pretty far down draft boards. Let us know who you think, which prospect you think is the most likely to drop down draft boards at Lockdown NFL Pods at B O B R A C K. Number four on my list is tight end Kyle Pitts out of Florida. Now, Pitts projects as high as fourth to the Atlanta Falcons, and new head coach Arthur Smith runs two tight end sets, and there aren't that many tight ends on the roster right now. Hayden Hurst, can't really think of anybody else. If the Falcons stick and pick, he could fill that need. Pitts could. But if they trade out or they go quarterback, the team reportedly going to attend Trey Lance's second pro day today, Pitts could very well drop. Now, he looks good everywhere. But teams, are they willing to invest a top 10, top 15 pick in a tight end? We've seen it, right? We've seen TJ Hawkinson. He was eighth overall a couple seasons ago. But people are realizing, you know, was that worth the pick? He seemed like a can't-miss guy at the time out of Iowa. Pitts is being deemed generational talent at his position. But the way draft dominoes could fall means he could drop to Dallas potentially. Could old Jerry help himself if he could roster the best tight end since prime Jason Witten? Or the Chargers? Give Justin Herbert a weapon with all those receivers, Hunter Henry going on a free agent deal to the New England Patriots, finally have that successor to Antonio Gates? It's possible, but I think Kyle Pitts is somebody that many mock drafters have top five, top seven. But if he's there at 10, we're going to start to see him on camera. Up next, I have quarterback Justin Fields out of Ohio State. And I think the Mac Jones talk could be a smokescreen. But just by using logic, which prospect, Fields or Michael McCorkle Jones, by the way, that's Mac Jones' full name. Mac is short for McCorkle. Just throwing that out there. Which prospect, Fields or McCorkle, has the chance to rise the ranks of quarterbacks in a stacked NFC West. And I think the easy answer is Fields. He's toolsy. Good arm, great athleticism. But if San Francisco pulls the trigger on old McCorkle Jones, what happens to Fields? Does Atlanta stick and pick and take him at four? Does a quarterback-hungry team leap up draft boards with a trade or hope that he falls in their lap? It seems to be, as far as going top five, Justin Fields' best chance is San Francisco or bust. Second on my list is Trey Lance. In a very similar boat as Justin Fields, but I think more of an unknown because he played at the FCS level for North Dakota State. He was prolific, compiling a 17-0 record for the Bison. 6'4", 224 pounds, strong arm, even a bigger learning curve. Lance is facing even more so than Zach Wilson, who played at BYU. And he's going to be asked to make more reads and show better timing throws that really weren't demanded of him at NDSU. It was a run-heavy offense, and his accuracy is a big question mark. It can be erratic at times. The Falcons, as I said, they're attending his second pro day today. Could he be like Justin Fields, where if he doesn't go fourth overall to the Atlanta Falcons, how far does he fall? Not going five to Cincinnati, not going six to Miami. Could go seven to the Lions. I don't know if he is into cannibalism like their new head coach in Dan Campbell. 
Carolina could select him at eighth overall to create a safety net or push the envelope for a guy like Sam Darnold, who they just acquired. The Broncos have been searching for a quarterback for far too long. Dallas is all set at quarterback. They're 10th overall. Giants at 11, even though not a big believer in Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones. They'll probably try to get him a weapon at 11 or go defense. Eagles all set. They seem to want to roll the dice on Jalen Hurts. But this is when a guy like Trey Lance, that if he doesn't go to a couple of those teams I mentioned in the top 10, he better be ready for his close-up on draft night. Now, number one on my list as far as guys who could very well slip come draft night is your Heisman Trophy winner out of Alabama. Trevor Sykema, of course, of Locked On NFL Draft. The Draft Network told me a couple months ago that he felt like Smith was the most polarizing prospect because of his size or lack thereof. He had one of the greatest wide receiver seasons in the history of college football. Over 1,800 yards, over 20 touchdowns put on a show in the college football semifinal and championship game. But this is a stacked position in the draft. And if an NFL team doesn't want to take the risk of taking an undersized wide receiver, poor Devontae Smith, despite his resume in college, could plummet down draft boards. If I didn't mention the prospect that you think is going to slip the most in the 2021 NFL draft, let me know at B-O-B-R-A-C-K on Twitter or at Locked On NFL Pods. We're going to talk to agent Caitlin Aoki. She represents Ezekiel Elliott, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and top wide receiver prospect Jamar Chase. Is Zeke poised for a bounce back? And is Chase the top non-quarterback in this year's draft? We're going to ask Caitlin. It's coming up. But first, this episode's brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. You've got Super Bowl odds already posted. MVP odds. Did you know that Matthew Stafford has he's a bigger favorite than Tom Brady to win the MVP? That's preposterous, isn't it? If you want some action, you want action on anything, the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, even award shows, TV shows in reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. You put in 50 bucks, you get 25 free dollars to help build your stack for free. You put in 10, you get 5. It's Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts use the promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. We've got you, of course, covered for the NFL, but if you need more sports news, and you want it in under 20 minutes, then you need to check out the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, or wherever you get your podcasts. Joining the podcast is an agent to some big NFL names in this NFL draft's top wide receiver from Alliance Sports. Caitlin Aoki joins us here. Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate you for having me on. Yeah, of course. Uh, you have four clients expected to hear their names in the next couple of weeks during the NFL draft, including top receiver Jamar Chase out of LSU. Now, following the national title, a 20-touchdown performance with the Tigers, Jamar chose to sit out the college football season. What were some of the challenges he and you faced maintaining his draft stock this offseason? You know, a lot of it was just kind of keeping him top of mind, you know, especially as the season got underway finally. And, you know, there were some big performances from some other 
receiving guys out there. So, you know, they, they were getting the buzz all throughout the season. And, you know, there's somehow people seem to forget about Jamar, um, you know, even though, like you said, he did have that crazy performance in 2019. Um, but, you know, so he, he was okay with it. You know, it, it was a little difficult at first, you know, watching his teammates out there playing and he wasn't out there on the field. But, you know, we just kind of had to keep reminding him, like, hey, you you are that dude. Like, you know, just go back, watch the film from last year. And, you know, this film speaks for itself. So, you know. It's interesting because, I mean, it was a Heisman Trophy winning performance from a wide receiver. We, we don't usually see that. Devontae Smith, 1,800 yards, just an absurd statistical campaign, plus his teammate there, Jalen Waddell. Like, what was the strategy? I mean, how how do you keep – Jamar's Chase's name, you know, right there for NFL scouts and decision makers to know that he's still the top guy. You know, honestly, we really didn't have to because we knew that, okay, when it came time to it, you know, this spring said, okay, we'll keep pushing his name out there. We'll let these other guys get their shine, do whatever they're going to do. You know, we have no control over that. Jamar has no control over that. Just kind of control what he can control. So he was, he was in the gym working out every day on the field, catching passes, doing everything he needed to do to, you know, stay in shape, maintain everything that he did, work on the things that he decided he wanted to work on and just keep himself ready. So when it came time to, you know, sit down with teams over Zoom interviews and and all that stuff, he was he was still ready to go. And honestly, he's better than he was in 2019, believe it or not. So, you know, there, there's still a lot for him to go out and do and got some things to surprise people with. I mean, even at the NFL level, his former teammate Justin Jefferson goes off in his rookie campaign. So it's that that's that's pretty, you know, incredible to think about that he's even improved from where he was with Joe Burrow and that very talented LSU Tigers football team. Uh, you know, we're talking to uh Caitlin Aoki, the uh, agent over there at Alliance Sports and you know, is Jamar Chase, we, we talk about Kyle Pitts, his name comes in, and he's more of a tight end. Is Jamar Chase, he's the best wide receiver in this draft? Hands down. Hands down. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but, you know, again, he's got the skill set, he's got the mentality, he's got the size, the physicality, everything. Like, what else What else could you want? <laughs> right, right. Caitlin, in 2020, you became the only female agent to have their client selected in the first round. It was Clyde Edwards-Alaire out of LSU going to the Kansas City Chiefs. What was it like? What was that moment like? And do you expect that you'll ever get used to hearing your clients' names called during the NFL draft? I mean, it was it was crazy. You know, I was just so happy and over the moon for him and his family. You know, everything, all the hard work that went into it for him. And, you know, a lot of people weren't talking about him as a first-round prospect going into the draft. And he knew what he was capable of. We knew what he was capable of and believed in him and, you know, just put his nose to the ground and, and worked hard for it. And so, you know, couldn't have been happier for him. Um, yeah, it was, you know, it was cool for me too. You know, that was my first draft as a officially certified agent. So, you know, it was kind of a little bit of validation for me as well and everything that I've done. But, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll ever get used to it. I, I hope I don't because it's such a cool experience, you know, and it kind of makes everything more fun and enjoyable for me. But at the end of the day, like, it's not about me. It's about these guys. And so, you know, as long as it's a cool experience for them, that's that's everything I need. Is Clyde all good to go following a couple ankle hip injuries that he, you know, he was oh, yeah. dealing with? Yeah, he's good to go. Another one of your yeah. clients is, uh, is Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott, kind of a trying season in 2020. How did he deal with the adversity uh, and how is he responding this offseason as far as his preparation goes? 
you know, he's still doing everything that he's done before, you know, just working out and staying in shape and all that stuff. Uh, you know, the mentality is is there. It's always been there, the drive and the passion and the intensity, the competitiveness, all of that, that's always been there. Um, I think this past year when, when Dak went down with his injury, you know, Zeke had to be a little more of a vocal leader in the locker room than he usually has been. But he embraced the role and his teammates in the locker room, they knew what he was doing. They knew, you know, he was there and doing everything he could. So, you know, the people the people that were supposed to know knew what was going on. And, you know, he had the support of everyone in the locker room. So before we let you get out of here, Caitlin Aoki, of course, agent to Jamar Chase and a couple other draft draft prospects, Ezekiel Elliott, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You had an interesting point you made recently on social media at Caitlin Aoki 13. It was, I'm just going to quote you here, the NFL is missing out on a dope opportunity to invite all the 2020 first round picks who weren't able to have their draft stage experience last year to announce the first pick for their team this year. Anything more beyond that that tweet that you want to add to that? I mean, pretty self-explanatory. You know, I, I thought for sure they would take advantage of it. You know, unfortunately, with everything with COVID last year, those guys that, you know, ended up getting drafted in the first round or whatever didn't get an opportunity to walk across the stage, get their jersey, you know, dap up Roger Goodell, whatever they, you know, they wanted to do or normally do. And so, you know, the fact that they're able to have the draft in person this year is awesome. You know, I'm excited for all those guys, Jamar and all the other guys that were invited and they're, they're going to be in Cleveland for it. Um, you know, that's obviously that's great for them and their families, but I thought it would have been a great opportunity to, you know, figure out how to incorporate those kids from last year that didn't get to, you know, experience that once in a lifetime opportunity. So, so maybe, you know, maybe the NFL will surprise us and, and, you know, do something here last minute, but, but yeah, I thought that would have been a cool opportunity for those guys. Will we see Caitlin Aoki on the draft coverage in Cleveland? Uh, I think, yeah, I think you might, I think you might. You've got your, uh, your draft day fits ready to go. You know what? I'm in the process of working on that right now. I'm trying to decide what uh what what look I'm going for. So well, I can't have to stay tuned and see. <laughs> I, I can't wait, and I don't think we're gonna have to wait that long as far as Jamar Chase is concerned. Projected as a top ten, could it be as early as top five. We're looking forward to it. Caitlin Aoki, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for joining the Lockdown NFL podcast. Thanks so much. Appreciate you. It's back, the 2021 Ultimate Mock Draft, and it's live right now. Host Brian Peacock's going to join us to help me preview our signature event. It's the Lockdown NFL Podcast. This podcast is also brought to you by Built Bar. There's no other protein bar like it. It's the best tasting protein bar, and they've got an incredible lineup of delicious tasting bars. How about uh, coconut almond, mint brownie, salted caramel, raspberry, peanut butter brownie, coconut, Cookies and cream, double chocolate. Get yourself a mixed box option. You can get 18 different flavors and figure out which one you'd like. Or you can mix and match your own flavor combination. And here's the thing about Built Bar is it's equally as healthy and nutritious as it is delicious. Covered in 100% chocolate. Soft, easy to chew, and great for the health-conscious person. You can lose, maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. The bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, but they have that high muscle-packing protein, high in fiber, and great for the keto diet. Right now, go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your next order using the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. 
Back at it again. The ultimate mock draft is back. Here to talk about it, one of the talented hosts, Brian Peacock from Peacock and Williamson, Locked On Niners. Brian, thanks for joining us. Not only are you and Matt Williamson back for the 2021 ultimate mock draft, so are all the Locked On hosts for all 32 NFL teams, but you have a few key acquisitions to bolster this year's lineup. It's amazing. Yeah, partnership with the Locked On Network and odyssey now and we get these odyssey experts which is awesome for every market across the country and we've got big names too michael irvin the playmaker he's in on it this year mike uh, brian baldinger who's one of the best at breaking down film and i love the way he presents things when he's talking about prospects so you know he's going to be jazzed when he's talking about some of these players that are being selected in our ultimate mock draft jason lock and fora um, just, just so many names. Ross Tucker is another great one. So it's a fantastic project. It's always massive, pulling out all the stops, and every year just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And we've got the draft guys, draft dudes, and locked on the NFL draft here on the network, and all the college hosts as well, giving insight on on what it was like to cover these players in college too. So it's just a fantastic endeavor, and it's massive, and it's definitely something that you do not want to miss. The payoff is definitely worth the wait. It's like the the Marvel Universe where you're waiting for all the Avengers to assemble and, and they do it and you're the Captain America it sounds like yeah uh, it, it's fun I mean it's it's awesome to be asked to be a part of it and be able to host this thing and just toss it to you know the talented folks around the network and, and really showcase how many great hosts we have and how many smart people we have on the network and you know, how many people that want to be involved, you know, when right. people come to you like Michael Irvin and Brian, Brian Baldinger and the Odyssey folks are like, we want to be involved with what you are doing, you know, so that that's really awesome. And I think um, the coolest thing about all of this and what we're doing as a network and watching this thing grow and then you get to watch, you know, some one of our hosts that say pick 16 or so making some reach of a pick, you know, and then we get to talk <laughs> about that. So it's always a lot of fun. Hey, now no spoilers here, but I, I do see the uh, shot you just took at me and my Locked On Cardinals co-host Alex Clancy there, but I can appreciate that. Now this is a spoiler-free zone, and today as the ultimate mock draft is live, the first two picks basically sharpied in at this point, but I think Brian, Tony Wiggins of Locked On Jags and John Butchko of Locked On Jets, they kind of really paint this picture of these two prospects that could transform a pair of long-suffering franchises, and that's worthy of just tuning in already. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And everything is always so positive, too, when it comes to this. Everyone's like a superstar in the making, right? And how they (laughs) fit. And these hosts do so much work. I mean, you know what it's like doing Locked On Cardinals, and I'm doing it as well, not only on Peacock and Williamson, going through all the prospects and all the teams, but Locked On 49ers, too, daily, and, and going over these picks. And I've got a huge decision at pick three, and we go over and over and over and what's best for the franchise. What are we going to do? Sometimes we're really in lockstep with what an organization is doing. You have a good feel for it. And sometimes it's just out of nowhere and you're so blown away by what happens in the NFL draft, which is what makes draft season so fun. It's why we can do this daily throughout the offseason. It is a kind of a misconception as we're talking with Brian Peacock of Locked On uh, 49ers, Peacock and Williamson, and now, of course, the live 2021 Ultimate Mock Draft, that this draft is going to be predictable because as soon as you're on the board with the 49ers and then the picks after that, the dominoes that are going to fall, it's three, four, and five in today's podcast. It's It really gets unpredictable. Absolutely, and I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I don't think it'll be any shock to folks that are going to be drafting a quarterback number three, but which quarterback that is could really be a domino for what the Falcons are doing it for. And and maybe trades that could come in and out there throughout the entire draft. And then 
uh, maybe if a quarterback or not goes for, and then what else could unfold after that and which kind of players go and which teams like which player. And maybe some hosts think, oh, yeah, this this player is amazing. And everyone else is like, what? Okay, really? And then another team's host might think, no, that guy's overrated. That's not the direction I think this team should or will go. And so that's what gets really fun when consensus gets broken in these mock drafts. And it really changes the landscape of a mock draft with just one pick. And you mentioned it right there with the the consensus anyway, because every season it happens, right? Group think and media and we all start talking. Everybody thinks they know exactly what's going to happen. Nobody ever knows. The best mock drafts out there get maybe six or seven picks correct on the on the button throughout an entire first round and nobody really knows. And it's always so crazy. And there's always so much misinformation And this year, more than ever, we're going to have that consensus and everyone's going to have a really good vibe and feeling about it. And I think we're going to see some really shocking picks because there's just a lot more information for teams to go on. And I think consensus is going to be even more wrong than ever this year. Which day as we're going to be playing the ultimate mock draft throughout the week, which day had you the most floored by the selection in this draft? team or kind of, I guess, most surprised? I would say the, the, the it really starts to mount on on day two with like where are these players going to fall because I think there's a pretty good idea of who the top players are in the draft and how maneuvering might go and, and where players should slot in and, you know, where does the last quarterback end up? Does it fall out of the top 10? Do they go one, two, three? you know, four or five or something like that. So I think it starts to build right there because you know the names, but where are they going to go? And then at the end of the first round, then it becomes, okay, so the consensus guys at the top are gone, but a, a team in the middle of the round might say, oh my gosh, I thought this was a top 10 guy. I'm lucky to have him here. And in the opposite, you might see a player go in the top 15. You thought, oh, you know, I thought maybe even my team would have a chance to draft this guy in the second round. But this host really loves the fit and loves the player and is higher on him than most and maybe would be the only host that would have taken a player that high in that portion of the first round. So that's where it starts to get fun is who's going to fall? Who is my team going to get? And of course, that's always the most fun for teams of, of different um, you know, different team fans of different teams around the league get to just get to wait and see, okay, who's there? Who would I pick? Oh, wow. Okay. This is the pick here for my team. And uh, the, the shocking nature of how the names get sort of shuffled together at the end of the first round is always a lot of fun. Have we tantalized you enough? Have we teased you enough? You got to go check it out. It's live right now. It's the 2021 ultimate mock draft, Brian Peacock, Matt Williamson, and then an all-star cast, including of course, Michael Irvin, the playmaker, Brian Baldinger, Ross Tucker, Jason Lockenfora. Brian, thanks so much for your time, man. Hey, anytime, Bo. Appreciate it. We will have a preview of the first two picks of the Ultimate Mock Draft. But if you want to go listen to it right now, you can find the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Odyssey is your audio home for all sports, podcasts, music, and news that matters to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. That's going to do it for me, Bo Brock. Jump into our debate on social media on which draft prospect is the most likely to slip in this year's draft. At Lockdown NFL Pods, at B-O-B-R-A-C-K, is it Devontae Smith, the Heisman Trophy winner? Is it Trey Lance with the question marks coming out of the smaller school in North Dakota State? The tight end, Kyle Pitts, or is it Justin Fields at the San Francisco 49ers? Happened to select Mac Jones. Mac McCorkle Jones 
third overall. That's going to do it for me, Bo Brock. We have a great week of podcasts lined up for you. Ross Jackson, Luke Braun tomorrow. I know Tony and James, they're going to be talking to safety prospect Tariq Thompson. Make sure you're tuned in. You're subscribed following the Locked On NFL podcast. Have a great rest of your Monday. I'll talk to you next week.